on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out Hello, folks, Jamie here, and welcome to another awesome episode of the Mindset with Muscle podcast. Earlier last week, I did a bit of a Q&A session on Instagram, and some of the questions were epic, and there was lots of gold dust in the Q&A session, which is why I wanted to whack it on the podcast this week. We spoke about a number of different things, from discipline to business to some strategies and tactics to help you with your body and mind. I really think you're going to enjoy this episode, so let's rock and roll. How do you build discipline? Very simple. You get better at doing things that you don't want to do that you know are going to have a positive impact on your life. Because this is the biggest reason that so many people are struggling. Because they're not doing the things that they know they need to do. And the reason that they're not doing them is they're waiting for some feeling in order to do it. And that feeling is normally motivation. That feeling is normally when the stars align and it's the right time to do it. And as you get older, you realize there is no right time to do anything. The time is now. Stop waiting for somebody come, to come and save you. Stop waiting for an opportunity to knock on your door. Because the chances are it won't. And everyone hears this same quote. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Because it's so, so true. You need to create these opportunities. Marcel, next year, I'm turning 40 how to get in the best shape of my life physically and mentally in a year using bodyweight training and a plant-based diet. Well, here's the thing. If you want to do bodyweight training and a plant-based diet, then you go ahead and do that. But it's also understanding that in order to build your body, you need to put it through resistance. So you need to develop some kind of progressive program with your bodyweight training. Don't just do bodyweight training program things, map it out, and focus on increasing the volume. When it comes to your plant-based diet, absolutely cool. Um, you need to know how much protein you need, you need to know your macros, and you need to be making sure that you are eating adequately for your goals. That's basically it. And of course, you know, it is making sure you understand what gets measured gets managed. You should be tracking your training, you should be tracking your nutrition. And you should be testing and adjusting from there. Perfectionist corner, how do you suggest getting rid of or embracing anxiety? I think one of the things you've got to understand is everyone gets anxious, okay? Anxious, uh, sorry, anxiety is a feeling of a lack of control and a fear of the future. A lot of the time when people have anxiety, they're very much up in their heads. And if you're very much up in your head at the moment, and thinking stuff, we have to understand that your head is a really shit place to have lots of information. So you need to start brain dumping things down and having a plan. Because once you start getting momentum, once you start having a plan, and once you start brain dumping things down, a lot of that anxiety reduces down. Because so many people live up in their head and they think that they can figure it all out just up in there, which you can't. You need to journal, you need to write things down, you need to map things out. Not enough people do that. Okay, Dylan, how do you stay positive in a failed and broken country when there's no future? Well, it would all, of course, be dependent on where that country is. If you are saying this country, being the UK, which I'm in, saying it's failed and broken, uh, it's not. You know, a lot of people say negative things about their environment and that, and they might be true. 
But a lot of the reason could be that you're shining a light on the wrong things. Because when we're in a negative mindset, we tend to attract negative things. And there's opportunities everywhere. No matter where you live in the world, there is opportunities for growth, contribution, and success. You've just got to look in the right places for it. And when a lot of people are struggling, they tend not to look in the obvious places. They tend to do the opposite of the things that they need to do in order to get out of the situation that they're in. Life is very counterintuitive. So Zuzi said a great thing here. Um, I graduated two years ago and I feel frustrated that I can't find a job. My question then would be, why are you looking to find a job? And this is an honest question. It's 2023. I am live streaming to hundreds of people on a mobile phone. I think one of the things that you need to think about is not why I can't find a job and more about creating a job for yourself. And what I would be looking at is thinking, okay, I graduated two years ago. What, what did you graduate in? What is your expertise? What can you help people's lives get better at when you teach them or, or coach them? And then think about working for yourself. Think about creating your own job. And that all just starts with backing yourself, believing in yourself. Because that's what I did about 12, 13 years ago. I, could, I literally applied for about 80 jobs. No word of a lie, 80 jobs. Couldn't find one. And then found one, then got made redundant, and then decided to work for myself. And it was the best thing ever. Do you believe this is the weakest generation yet? And why is that? I don't believe this is the weakest generation yet. I, I believe this is... One of the things you have to understand about people who, who are much younger than us is unlike us, they've got more options. They have more opportunity. And this is something that I'm trying to explain to people. There is so much opportunity out here and you can pretty much monetize anything these days. So I don't think necessarily that, you know, we're in the weakest generation. I do have a, a few concerns and I think that people are getting overly offended by things that don't really matter. And I think a lot of that comes down to boredom. People just like to argue with people because it makes them feel better in the short term. But I would say arguing with strangers on the internet is fucking pointless. Honestly, you, you, you will barely, rarely see me argue with people on the internet because it's just a waste of time. But ask yourself this, why have people got so much time on their hands? And the reason that they have is because they're so distracted. They are bored and they are distracted. And, and one of the things that I find is that people are not putting their energy and time to things that are going to change their life. Arguing with a stranger on the internet for 30 minutes. Imagine what you can do in that 30 minutes. When have you ever had an argument online and that person has turned around and gone, do you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. It's pointless. And it's even worse because, you know, 20 years ago, you would have never had that argument with someone. You would have never met that person. And this is the thing about social media. It can be a blessing and a curse. You have the ability to connect with billions of people and you decide to have arguments with them and you wonder why your life is shit. You know, think about it the other way. Think about you've got this thing in your pocket, which I'm talking to you on. You can reach 
millions of people if you figure it out and you can impact thousands, millions of people's lives. And in doing so, you can improve your own life. And I think it's just such an important thing. Do you recommend cold showers as well as a cold plunge? Yes. Start with cold showers. It's the easiest thing to do, just to whack your shower to cold. I'll give you the ultimate cold shower routine. The ultimate one, the best one you can possibly do. Number one, switch on the shower and make sure it's cold. Don't go in with warm water first because you miss the whole discipline part of a cold shower. The whole discipline part of a cold shower is that, that feeling of not wanting to do it and then needing to embrace it. So don't go warm and then turn it to cold. Ice cold first, get in that shower, and I want you to do 30 seconds. 30 seconds, okay? Once you've done 30 seconds, then switch it to hot, and then that's gonna feel amazing. You're gonna feel awesome. And then what are you gonna do? Clean yourself up, soap, whatever you do in the shower, um, get all that done. Once you're cleaned, the next thing that I want you to do is switch that shower from hot to cold. And you're gonna do that for 10 seconds, and then you're gonna get out. I promise you now, that will be the most exhilarating shower you've ever had. Because you get the benefits of the anticipation of the cold, you get to enjoy when it turns to hot, and then you just get this fired up rush of endorphins when you switch it from hot to cold. So the ultimate shower routine, we'll call that. Um, Hannah, would you recommend starting a coaching business for mums as an income for stay-at-home mum of four that wants to make money? Does it take years? Why do so many fail? The reason that so many people fail is because they think it's going to be easy. It's not. The second thing that people fail is that they don't actually give value to people. So one of the things you want to say, as Hannah said, she's a stay-at-home mom of four. And one of the things that I would be focusing on before starting my coaching business is really writing down how you're able to manage your business whilst having being a stay-at-home mom and having four kids. So a lot of that is going to be around content that adds value to other people. With your coaching business, what problem are you looking to solve? I have a framework called the four P's. And it is passion. What are you passionate about? People. Who are those people who you, who you want to work with? Problem. What problems can you solve for those people that you're passionate about helping? And product. What product do you have that solves the problem for the people that you're passionate about helping? So it's all about saving people time, money, and improving people in some way. What is the best way to start securing clients? Add value. You know, have conversations. Something I would say is conversations equals conversions. Monty, tips for doing healthy meal prepping. Something that I do every Sunday is I go to the supermarket. I buy loads of either chicken breasts or, or um, pork or loads of meat, loads of veg, some spices, and I'll cook up a big pot of something. I normally buy about 1.2 kilos of meat, um, a few vegetables, some chilies, and some tomatoes and cooking sauces and spices. And I'll even make like a curry, um, this week I've got teriyaki chicken, so I had about 12 chicken thighs, which I added uh, a load of spices and teriyaki. And that's easy then because I just take a little bit out of that massive thing, uh, add some microwave rice to it, and I'm good to go. So I just do my lunches and I do it uh, every Sunday. What advice would you give to someone who has lost direction 
and is unsure of which way to go. One of my favorite books is by is called Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And he says that people are very much like bikes. And what he means by that is bikes, when they're stationary, they're very hard to control. They're very wobbly. It's very hard to sit on a bike that's stationary because it'll just topple over. And at this moment in time, you're like that bike. You you are stopping, you, you, you've stopped in your tracks, you're wobbly as fuck, and you're unsure of where to go. Now, when a bike starts to get momentum, it becomes easier to steer. And it's understanding that when you are stuck and lost, you need to then focus on getting some momentum so your life becomes easier to steer. How do we get momentum? You need to write shit down. And so many people don't do this. They, they just think it's magically going to happen. When I got made redundant 12 years ago, the first thing that I did, which I'd never done before, is I got a pen and paper out and I just wrote some things down. I wrote down, what do you enjoy doing? What do you want to do? You know, what can you wake up every day and smile doing? And everything pointed to personal training. And I never thought of doing it before because it was a hobby. And that changed my life. And it all starts with writing shit down. Because there's many different directions you can go, but you just need to get some momentum. You know, your Instagram name there is is top spec um is top spec oven cleaning. So why aren't you doing that? Why are you not doing that? Let, let's break this down. Like if I had, if I was really good at oven cleaning, how do I get more ovens cleaned? One of the things I'd be also thinking of is what other things could I offer other than oven cleaning? And this is an interesting thing from a business perspective. Dentists, okay, dentists always offer free checkups because they know if there's, if they get somebody in the seat, they give them a checkup and there's an issue, the chances are they're going to convert that person to a client because, you know, if I have a free checkup, and they've noticed that I need a filling or something, it, it saves me time and energy to just pay them to do it. And where I'm getting at with this is, you know, if you make your money from oven cleaning, I'm sure there's other things which you clean. So to be able to off, you know, one of the biggest things that you need to be able to do is get in somebody's house and show them what it is that you can do. So start thinking about that, if that's what it is that you want to do. And a lot of people need to be thinking about what they need to give in order to get. I'm doing that. I've been uh, for eight years and love it. That's a great way of looking at retention repeat business. Yeah. You know, how often do, and, and these are all the things that you can write down. How often do you clean someone's oven? Is it every three months? Is it every month? Get people on retainers. Folk, think about what it is that you can do. Give, get people to recommend you. It's, it's focusing on strategies because your life is, I fucking hate cleaning my oven. So I get someone to do it for me. So you're in the business of making people's lives easier. But some of the time, you need to show people how much easier your life is. In fact, I will give you a great idea. And I don't see anyone doing this. An Instagram account that helps people, and there is people that do this, an Instagram account that helps people clean shit using things they've already got, techniques to help people clean stuff. Now, this is the thing. A lot of people will think that, you, that doing that will put yourself out of a business. You won't. Because regardless of you giving me all my tips on cleaning shit, I still won't do it. I still want somebody else to do it for me. And that's where you come in. So content is definitely going to be a good way down. Could you please recommend a good book to read about self-improvement? My book, Mindset and Muscle. Uh, my second book, Meltdown. Ones that aren't mine. Mindset by Carol Dweck is a great book. Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. So there's, there's four there. Hopefully 
But yeah, get mine. They're awesome. Okay. Let's have a look down. Yeah, a lot of people said this. I, I, I've truly lost myself. How can I help myself? Whenever you're in a position of being lost anywhere, you need to read, you need to re-navigate yourself. And what I mean by that is the, the, the simplest thing which so many people don't do, pen, paper, write shit down. Because a lot of the time when you're lost, you've just forgotten the shit that used to make you smile, things that you used to enjoy. So it all starts to write down, what do I want to do? What am I good at? How is my day looking? What do I enjoy doing? And, and this is just such an important thing because we all get lost from time to time, but it's not going to magically fix itself. You need to take action on it. You need to start writing things down. You need to start getting some momentum back in your life. Because as soon as you start working towards something, as soon as you know the direction in which you're going, you might not even know where the fuck your destination is, but it's just moving in that direction. That's when things start to figure themselves out, okay? It's when you're not moving that things become difficult, okay? So momentum, powerful word, and it's an absolute game changer, okay? So you can help yourself by mapping down what it is that you want to do and the simple process of putting one foot in front of the other. That's it. Actually, been following you for a while. Ice baths are such a mental fuck for me. What do you do to get over this is going to suck mentality? You just do. Something that I said before, when it comes to ice bath, when it comes to doing something that sucks, it's just acknowledging that it's going to suck and do it anyway because the whole point of doing it is building up that mental discipline of not wanting to do something, knowing it's going to suck, but doing it anyway. And a lot of it is understanding that you're going to feel better once you've done it. Okay, a lot of people don't want to go to the gym, but they feel great when they walk out. A lot of people don't want to do an ice bath but they feel great once they've done it. So attach yourself to how you're going to feel when it's finished, not how you're feeling before you go in. Uh, what benefits do you take from the ice baths? Uh, discipline. They feel great when you get out, and there's many, many reasons. But just start with a cold shower. And this is something I say to people all the time. Look, just I can tell you the benefits, but you need to feel them. And the only way you're going to feel the benefits of, a, of cold water is by making a commitment to do it for 30 days. And that will be a massive game changer. What's the biggest lesson you've learned recently? Interesting. Um, the biggest lesson that I've learned, the power of no. You don't need to say yes to everyone. And you need to be absolutely okay with saying no to others. One of the mistakes I made last year is saying yes to too many things. And one thing that I'm doing differently this year is saying no to pretty much everything so I can focus on me. And having non-negotiables in your life because it's your life one of my trainer my mentees was really struggling because he was like how do you put yourself first when people want your time and something that i said to him was that you can't serve others from an empty vessel as the quote goes so it's you shouldn't feel guilty about prioritizing your own self-care because it's very hard to look after others when you're not looking after yourself and if you treated others like you treat yourself sometimes you probably wouldn't have many friends or family hanging around. Just taking a very cold shower work as a substitute for an ice bath? Hell yes. Always start with a cold shower. How do you balance social media posting with personal life? Having rules in place. For me, no social media, no phones after 8 p.m. And if I don't feel like going on social media on the weekends, as long as I'm posting, then I don't go on as much. So it's having a good relationship with social media. This 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 thing that I'm talking to you on has changed my life. It's given me opportunities I, I've never dreamt of. But also, it robs you a, a lot of your time and happiness 
if used in the wrong way. So be very mindful of how you use it because it is a blessing and a curse in your pocket. A blessing because it will enable you to create opportunity in your life and a disadvantage because it will rob you of your happiness, time and energy if you allow it to do so. So that balance thing is about having rules in place and making a conscious effort to follow them. How do you connect with people who you want to work with, but you have no skills to offer? The people that you want to work with, they probably have skills, but one thing that they don't have is time. And if there is something that you can give others that they will greatly take from you is time. So offer up your time and you've got to put yourself out there. Also, if you've got no skills, what are you doing to work on that? Because you can be developing these skills as you're working along with it. Discipline muscle is doing something early in the morning that you don't want to do. It doesn't have to be a cold shower. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be a cold plunge. What it does need to be is something that you struggle with, getting up earlier, stretching in the morning, doing a workout, reading a chapter of a book. And you need to make a commitment to do it because no one's going to do it for you. And the muscle is training yourself to say that you don't want to do stuff and do it anyway. Because if you can master that, you will start to build up a lot more discipline. What's the best life lesson you've learned? That nobody is coming to save you. No one is coming to save you. A lot of the things which you are not doing right now is because you're waiting to be saved. You're waiting for an opportunity to fall on your lap. You're waiting for something that's not coming. You think that somebody's coming to come and rescue you. They're not. So you need to start taking it upon yourself to do these things. And this is where the self-development comes in. Patience, persistence, and a lot of success you'll find in lots of things is, is from just showing up. That's it. Just showing up. If you become good at just showing up every day, regardless of how you feel, and you can do that for the next few years, it will have a massive impact on your life. I promise you that. So on that note, ladies and gents, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed that, and I'll catch up with you very, very soon. My time, none of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown, we know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be